Yo, thank you for tuning in to the Winner's Paradigm Podcast. Today we got an amazing episode with fellow podcaster DJ Horton. We're talking about getting healthier as you're aging and really manifesting and appreciating that process along the way. She tells a remarkable story, tragedy that happened along the way, and how she had to be able to maneuver and figure out how to be able to be healthier for the future. And I think that's one thing that we're all looking for. You know, when we look at our families, um, anything that we go through, any significant injury you go through, you realize like, hey, I need to be here in the long run. I need to show up. So this episode is going to be about getting healthy. You guys are going to want to stick around because you're going to love it. I've got my story, you got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then looked the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you want to win, you got to recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left. Yo, what is happening, y'all? It's London. This is the Winner's Paradigm. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. I haven't jumped on here in a very long time, and I've been just grinding at the Winner's Paradigm, you know, and figuring out, hey, what's the direction we're going? What are we tapping into? How are we going to help people? What kind of things are we unpacking and showing people, hey, what peace looks like when you finally are able to get through years of trauma, frustration, pain being built up? So in order for us to keep this message going, I need you to drop a five-star review and a rating and let me know how this show's helped you so we can keep the shit going. Now, the second thing I want to say is um, go to MyFitLife.net if you use the code uh, TWP20, you get 20% off all products. These are the products I'm using as well. So I don't promote something unless I'm using it. Last thing I just want to say is uh, do fucking you. Do what fulfills you. Do what makes you happy. Do what's going to allow you to be able to get to that next level, to hit whatever it is, to be able to get over that goal. Because you may not be where you're at right now. Um, and excuse me, you may not be where you want to be right now. But when you look at it in a nutshell, you're one day closer to where you want to be if you're putting that work in. I know it's sometimes we want to beat ourselves up. I do the same thing, you know, where I'm working on the business, working on the podcast. And it's like, man, I'm not where I need to be, but I'm getting there. It's a journey. So give yourself some fucking grace. Pat yourself on the back and tune into the Winner's Paradigm podcast. If you really want to fucking win, let's get it. DJ, thank you so much for coming on the Winner's Paradigm podcast. It's an honor. Um, I know me and you talked prior to and I already knew we were going to jump into, you know, a great conversation about helping people and giving them some solutions that can help them, you know, for the long duration of their life. But before we jump into that, would you mind giving us a brief introduction of who you are, what you're passionate about today? Of course. Well, welcome all of you listeners. I'm DJ Horton. I am the host of a podcast called Advantages to Aging. I'm also a founding brand partner with Neora, and I love helping women who are perimenopausal or menopausal with all the crazy things that are going on in their bodies, the hormones, the mindset, you name it. I absolutely love that. I'm also a recovering CPA. I had an international tax practice as well as used to own an international leadership and management development company. So to say that I have experienced a lot in my life would be a little bit of an understatement. 
A hundred percent. And I'd say that's what's awesome is, you know, you have all these different areas of where you can help your clients. And that's the amazing part is it's the full life aspect. And kind of when I looked up your podcast, you know, when we got connected through LinkedIn, I was like, man, we have to be able to connect on this because this is something that what you do can help either entrepreneurs who are working every single day and trying to be there, you know, for the end game, or it could be, you know, um, even business advice. So first let's start on, you know, what you do specifically when you're talking about um, the advantages to aging and really taking care of our bodies. Cause I know that's something that we don't think about that now. Um, we like to eat like crazy. We're doing all these things, but unless you have, you know, one of those illnesses or in my case, like I got a bunch of injuries from the military. It was one for me where, you know, I was 22 and my body's jacked up or excuse me, I was 20 when I got hurt. So it was already that young. And I was like, man, like I can't live my life not being able to do certain things. So now it's one of those for me where like I'm seeking these answers, you know, I'm eating cleaner. Um, it's not a diet thing anymore. It's more of a lifestyle thing, you know, cutting the the rice and, and putting half a cup of rice, half a cup of quinoa rice, because I'm like, you know what, I need to eat a little bit and lose a bit more fat. So it's learning those things. So in your case, you know, when we're looking at our health and we're trying to reverse engineer, we're trying to figure out, hey, how do we be able to stay healthier for the long-term duration? You know, where do we start or what do you recommend to your clients? Yeah. And you're right. It's all about mindset. Like nobody wants to diet. What does it start with? The free, first three letters, D-I-E. No, thank you. I want to live. So it's changing those mindsets. And as we we age, you know, people oftentimes will really talk about all the disadvantages. Oh, you know, at the age of 50, this fell apart. Oh, that fell apart. Like, no, no, no. At the age of 50, I had sold multiple businesses. I had, you know, like forget all the, not not forget all the bad stuff because, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But there are so many steps that you can take to change your mindset, change your lifestyle so that you don't have to go through those things because let's face it, whether you're two or you're 92, if you wake up tomorrow, you've aged. And so don't you want that to be a pleasant journey? So why would you like beat yourself up and constantly focus on all of the negative things because what you focus on grows. And so if you are focused on living a healthier lifestyle, being able to give back to your community, to be able to support the people that you love, then you, you should be taking care of yourself. 100%. And I love that, you know, because for me, it, it was one of those things thinking about the legacy type deal. And it was, you know, how do I want to be looked at by my kids? Do I want to be the dad that has a beer every single night or has 10 beers a night? And it was one of those where it's like, I don't drink anymore um, to that level, you know, and it's rare occasions. But it was one where I was like, man, I want to be able to do these things and be healthy. And if I have all these knee injuries, I have really bad joints from elbows, knees, hips, uh, shoulders. So, something that I'm constantly battling through. And I'm like, man, I feel like crap every single day. Right now the weather's changing, so it's getting colder. And I'm like feeling gross every day. So it's one of those where it's like getting up using CBD. It's waking up a little bit earlier. It's working through it, you know, also get a lot of migraines. So being really cognizant of what I'm intaking in my body and then kind of the caffeine levels as well and blood sugar. So it was something mm -hmm. for me where it's like all these things that I'm talking about, I did not know, you know, and it, it, and it was funny as uh, I was thinking about that, like I hurt my knee. My mom had a really bad knee injury and she used that all the time to why she couldn't do certain things. And it was one of those things for me where I was like, 
what am I going to do? Am I going to pass that on to my kids and be like, you know what? I tore all the cartilage in my right knee and I couldn't get a second surgery. So it's just why I sit on the couch every day. And it was like, no, I'm going to do what I can because I am, yeah, I'm limited on what I can do, but there's people that don't have the opportunity to do anything at all. And then there's me, you know, being able to walk and I'm like, I can't do it. It's difficult. I also have plantar fasciitis. So my feet are burning and it's like, well, why don't you take care of yourself? You know, why don't you use a Theragun and massage my feet out? So it's one of those to where it's like, uh, I can slowly build. So when we're going through these things, you know, or we have um, any health related illnesses and we're really working through it, you know, what are some of the either mindset habits or um, what we can do if we are going through a condition where we're facing that adversity and we're like, man, I don't know how we can do it. I don't know how to evolve. You know, where do we start again? Yeah. And, you know, that's a really good point because there are people who, even in a young age, have an old mentality, right? It's the, I can't, I can't, I can't, or I won't, or instead of saying, well, I have choices. And even not making a decision was still a choice. So do you choose to be negative? Do you choose to sit down and and throw in the towel? Do you choose to set a bad example for your children and for the others that you surround yourself with? Or do you choose to get up with a good attitude every day and take a step forward? Doesn't mean that you have to leap. Doesn't mean that you have to run. Take one step, put one foot in front of the other, do something to improve your life, improve your mindset, improve your surroundings. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's not so easy. I oftentimes think that when you get a health challenge, and I just like to call them challenges because challenges are meant to be overcome, that it gives you the opportunity to say, will I settle for being ordinary? And that's not really what I was put here on this earth to be. Or am I going to take a step towards being extraordinary? Because that was what I was meant to be. And every single one of us were not put here to be ordinary. We were put here to make the best, not only of our lives, but of the lives of the people around us. And sometimes it feels like you don't have a choice. Sometimes, you know, life can get pretty difficult. But it's the making the decision to be happy no matter what is going on in your life really can set you up for the best changes and if you don't mind i will share a story that i will hopefully not cry through but it sometimes is very emotional for me my uh my significant other was older than me. He also went through this period where he was really, really negative. And um, I challenged him. I had read the book um, by uh, Sean Aker, uh, The Happiness Advantage. And I challenged us to be grateful at the end of every day and share with someone that you cared about three things you were grateful for. And I happened to be reading it at a time where he was really in a bad place. So I suggested that he help me to be happier by making sure that I told him three things that I was grateful for. And it would be great. 
if he could share three things with me. And so he reluctantly agreed to do that. And uh, 30 days went by. And on the 31st day, I turned off the, the lights to go to bed. He turned right back on and said, excuse me, where are your gratitudes? So it went well past the 30 days. And in the during that time, he also started not feeling well. It turned out that he had terminal cancer. And just taking that one step every single day for those 30 days, the day that we got the news that there was nothing more that could be done for him, we were sitting at the hospital waiting for that news, assuming and expecting that's probably what was going to be spoken. This woman was wheeled past us. She was maybe in her 40s and she was clearly in excruciating pain, doubled over. They had to restrain her from, from hurting herself. And he just took my hand and said, there, but for the grace of God, go I. I have lived a good, long life. And if this is the end for me, I'm okay with that. I know that you'll be okay. I know that you have within you the things to, to move past this. But that young woman there, she needs hope in her life. And it was that mindset switch for him that was allowed him to spend the last couple of months of his life appreciating all that he had rather than looking at it as all the things he wasn't able to accomplish. So we are all put on this earth for a specific period of time. And we don't know necessarily when that time is up. Wouldn't you rather leave a legacy of positivity than one of dread and complaints? And, and I honor you for sharing that. And thank you so much, you know, for um, saying, you know, what may be uncomfortable because it, it's tough, you know, what you went through. And I honor you again, you know, for that. And uh, that's something, you know, that I took as well. Uh, my grandfather passed away. And at the time we thought he was COPD because they misdiagnosed him. So he kept saying he was a smoker for like 40 years. Um, he kept saying, oh, it's COPD. And then comes out at stage four lung cancer. And it was already too late by then. So last year of life, me and him got really close. And then uh, I want to say we talked like a week before you went to the hospital. And it was one where like, he didn't tell anybody. He just went to the hospital and that was it. You know, he lived on his own. So it was one of those for me uh, where it was very difficult because I was like, man, we should have had more time. But I would say that was, you know, the difference of why I would get irritated with him is he had he just wanted to be peaceful. And he was that guy, you know, that would bring everybody in check. And that's your family, no matter what, you know, what was going on and these strenuous factors or the negativity. And he was just always positive. And it was something for me where, you know, I became more grateful when I started looking at the things as well, because he would challenge me and be like, you sound negative today. Or like, why are you upset? No, what are you grateful for? And I love that how you guys did that, because that's something that we don't think about, especially when we're going through certain things. And it, and it has to be like that awakening moment for us to where we're like, you know what, I'm actually really grateful for this. And for me, you know, I dealt with uh, five of my good friends dying and my grandfather, who was like the father figure role model that I always looked up to. So, it, you know, it was getting those dark places myself to where it was like, man, I don't know if I want to live anymore because every time I get close to somebody, you know, they end up passing and then I'm back to square one. And it's like, 
well, all I want to do is call them and you can't call them anymore. So it was one of those where it's like, man, if I could just be the best I can be and I can just be grateful for being in the moment and I can, you know, share these stories with people or with my kids and my wife and be able to say, hey, you know, this is what's going on and this is how we can be better human beings. Like it changes that. So I love that we start with gratitude and you jumped into that and and let's, you know, jump a little more into that. So I feel like, you know, um, in your case, like you've definitely, you know, you're helping your clients and looking at them for the long duration of health. And then you have the business side there. So for you, you know, how are you able to be dialed in, in your business, you know, or both businesses, we should say, and be able to make sure that, hey, you still have the time for you, whether it's having that morning routine in the morning and, you know, praying a little bit, meditating, you know, working out, eating healthy and making it that, hey, you're making these priorities, but it's not that you're falling in one area short, you're making sure that you hit every single aspect and are looking for being the best you can be. Yeah. So um, what really brought it home for me was during the time when, when he was ill and when he was passing, I realized that I needed to take care of me in order to have what I needed to be able to take care of him. I mean, like I did not need to be showing him my pain, my suffering and make him feel worse. Like there was nothing that he could do about his situation. We knew he was going to die. And so really understanding that I needed to put me first, even though that sounded absolutely ridiculous, you know, there were a lot of people that were offering help. They didn't know what they could do to help, but they, they'd they say, you know, like, just like, I want to help you. What can you do? What can I do? Um, and being able to say, I need you to come and just sit with him for an hour. I need to go grab a massage because I was trying to help lift him in and out of bed. Like, at first I was thinking in my head, like, how selfish is that, that I got to go take care of my body until I realized and something I used to teach as a leadership development coach, you cannot pour from an empty vessel. Like, I don't need to fall with him in my arms because I stretched my muscles out too much. And not only do I hurt myself, but I hurt him. So when someone says, what can I do for you? Say, hey, is it possible for you to come and just sit with him? I'll make sure he's had all his medications. He's had everything. If there's any, you know, any emergency, you just call 911 or you call his daughter. But I need to go take care of my back so that I can help take care of him. So really just being able to think about what it is that you need to do for yourself first so that you have the ability to give to others. Um, I do start. I don't end my day with my three gratitudes. I start my day now with my three gratitudes. I really, um, I got into a deep, dark place after he passed. Um, I had some other things going on too at the same time, but um, I realized that I needed to think back when I said to him, I need three gratitudes. And if you say, but you have to give me two more to negate that, but um, that it, it finally came to me probably, I don't know, three or four months in that one of my big gratitudes was that I was grieving so deeply because what that meant was I had loved so deeply because you won't feel the pain if you had nothing to really give up. 
And so I was very grateful for the time that we had. I was very grateful for how close that we had gotten, how grateful for the, the depth of my love for this man and very grateful for the grief that still six and a half years later can knock on the door and you gotta let it in. And and I love that again, you know, of how much gratitude you show and it, and it definitely shows, you know, um, not only with you saying it, but the way that you act and you present yourself as well as you've been there, you know, you've been through these things. And that was something for me recently. Uh, my father-in-law, uh, his dad just died. So really great man. And it was funny. Um, so he's his dad. They're both from Mexico. And his dad, they're like, oh, yeah, he doesn't speak English. And I start laughing because my grandfather on my mom's side didn't speak any English. So we would stare at each other. You know, I can understand it, but I can't speak it, speak Spanish. Um, so it was one of those two where uh, when that grandfather, before he passed away, he was at our house one day and we're talking and then he starts talking to me in English. And I'm like, whoa, I thought you only speak Spanish. Like I was getting a little bit confused. And we actually had a really good conversation and unpacked a lot. And I was like, man, he's an amazing human being. So he ended up passing and my father-in-law was like going through, you know, and thinking about things and we should have had more time and doing this. And, and it went back to the, you know, taking care of yourself first thing. And he was like, man, I think I need to start the self-development game. And I think you should do it too. And I was laughing because I was like, I've tried to talk to my father-in-law so many times, but <laughs> he shuts me down or. I don't need to read books. And I'm like, Jeff Bezos reads books. And then we stop, you know? So it was funny. It's like, it circled back to the same thing. And that was the same thing that he said, you know, it's like your glass can't be half full or it can't be empty. You got to be able to have the glass overflowing to where you're helping out the other people. And it was funny, like that it came around, you know, unfortunately sad time, but he was telling me what I've been trying to tell him slowly. So it was awesome, you know, it was hearing that, but I was like, no, it's hundred percent that. Cause how are we going to be the best we can be, how do we even show up if we can't do that? You know, if we can't take the time to go get a massage, you know, and I've definitely done a lot better job at that where um, my wife, you know, has a couple conditions she's going through um, and now she's pregnant again. So it's been very strenuous on her and I take care of the baby and run the business. So we've been better with each other on, hey, getting your time, you know, you decompress, you do what you need to do, you know, she'll come home and someday she sleeps three, four hours. And I'm like, you know what? She she's dealing with it, you know, and just listening because something that I, I want to do as a man is I want to fix every single problem, but that's not what we can do, you know, is we need to be able to listen and hear it. So let's touch on that aspect as well as I know you mentioned a couple of times of being grateful, having that gratitude in really being an effective listener. Um, did you feel like in your case, like when you were being present in the moment and then you were actually listening as well as, you know, you wanting to be heard from him and him realizing it, hey, you know, this is what you're going through as well. So it was more of a mutual street to where you guys both helped each other out, regardless of what was going on. You understood each other from that point of view. And definitely you can see that, you know, as the gratitude factor as well. Yes, the personal development has always been key for me. And um, I always kind of laugh when people have that discussion about is the glass half full or half empty? People, it's refillable. Like personal development refills that glass. You need to constantly be refilling not only yourself, but you're right. Your, your father-in-law is right. It needs to be overflowing. So the more you learn, the better you can become. The rising tide 
lifts all boats, another cliche, but still, if you're the one that's constantly doing that, that personal development and people see the good things that are happening because of that, it helps to make them want to do the same. I have um, a lot of people that were surrounding me that were like, I don't read. I don't, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Like there are audiobooks. All you have to do is read 10 pages of a good book a day and you're going to be getting your personal development. You can't help but become a better version of yourself just by doing that. And I'm not talking about reading like a romance novel, 10 pages a day, 10 pages of a good book. A great book to start with is a book called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. It's about all those choices that we make in the moment that seems to make no difference whatsoever. But when you stack them up day after day after day, you're either riding the success curve or riding the failure curve. Because unless, say, you go to a fast food joint and you have a greasy burger and you have a heart attack and nearly die, you're not going to change the fact that you, you know, make that choice of having that greasy burger. Because, you know, like a little by little, you put the weight on and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, how am I going to get all this weight off? But it's being aware of what your choices are and whether or not you're choosing things to go up that ladder of success or eventually slide down the ladder that's not successful. And at any point, you can kind of, you know, have that little bumpy road. But if you're if your choices are healthy most of the time, then you will be healthy. But if more of your choices are unhealthy, those one or two choices that are healthy are going to get negated. So it's about looking at what your choices are and deciding in that moment that even though it's not going to, hopefully, not going to kill you in that moment, that over time, if you keep making those same choices, it is going to kill you. Like, why would you want to do that to yourself? Not only why do you want to do that to yourself, but why would you instill that same behavior in your children, in your loved ones? Like, don't you want what's best for them? Well, you can only do that by embracing what's best for you. And personal development is high on that list. That is awesome. And, and I love the book recommendation you gave as well. I'm going to have to check that one out. And I 100% agree with you. You know, we have to be able to do it. And I feel like that's a lot of what people don't realize is they're so concerned about, oh, I had it this way. It needs to be this way. And it's like, that's not the, the objective. You know, the objective isn't to have your kids live through what you live through. because Clearly, it molded you into who you are, and sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, you know, but if we want to make our kids be exactly what we are, then they're not even getting the opportunity to be themselves and to be able to learn, and then that second factor is like, if you're complaining about something, and then you don't want to fix it, you are the problem, you know, so one of those where it's like, I went through these things, and and uh, I started realizing it. So we'll wrap it up here with the last question. But what would you say, you know, to our previous version of ourselves, where, where we're looking to recalibrate our mindset, we're looking to align ourselves with our definition of success, but we don't know where to start? Um, yeah. 
So hmm, that's a great question. So I think I might answer that with a question. How great can it be? How great can it get? Don't ask how bad it can get or how much better might it get, but how great can it get? And then go search out that answer. Go do the thing. Don't just talk about it. Go do it. Take that step. Take that one step in front of the other until you can answer that question. How great can it get? That, that is awesome right there because it definitely allows you to be able to touch into your core values and figure out what's important to you um, and gives people, you know, that mission-centric approach where they can be able to take it into wherever. So uh, last thing here, where can people find you, DJ, if they want to keep up with you, they want to hear more from your podcast and really, you know, dive into uh, all these things that we unpack today? Ah, the best way to uh, listen to my podcast and get in contact with me and find out all the things I'm doing is to come visit my website, advantagestoaging.com. And it's advantages, the two is T-O, not the number two, aging.com. You can listen to the podcast there. Uh, There's some great blog information. There's usually silly things about, you know, what I'm doing. You can join my podcast community um, or find me on Facebook, DJ Horton at Advantages to Aging. Absolutely. And we'll have all that in the description. So thank you again, DJ. It was an immense honor. It's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in. Go to thewinnersparadigm.com and subscribe to our newsletter. That's where you're going to keep up with the Winners Paradigm, hear about everything Alpha Influence Media and being able to level up your podcast by recalibrating your mindset, telling your amazing story and showing up every single day. You guys are going to want to stick around and subscribe to this newsletter. Leave a five-star rating and review. That way we can keep this message going and show the fuck up every day. I appreciate. Love y'all. Let's get it. I've got my story. You got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. It's time to walk through hell's kitchen I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up Been there and back a couple times But I made it through that stuff I realized if you wanna win You gotta recalibrate your mindset Before there's no time left mm-hmm.